Hey everyone, it's your good old pal Manga Alerts here with your co-hosts Winter Venom and Vampy. Now usually when we do record our episodes, we have everything nice and lovely researched out. And even on like our episodes where stuff happens last minute, we try our best to at least do our due diligence to get stuff researched out. Now, just as we finished recording this episode, we thought everything was good to go. However, we found something that had to be addressed because if it was not addressed, we would be like roasted in the quote tweets. So, Nancy, <laughs> would you go ahead and do the honors of letting us, letting the audience know what we found? Okay, so yeah, all of us missed this um, because it was not a current post. This is a post from, once again, Tumblr, uh, Shoujo Beat from 2018. Or not 2018. Yeah. No, yeah, it's 2018. 2018. Yeah. Right. For a second, I thought I said 2008. Anyway, from 2018, um, the response feels like it should be from 2008. Uh, that's what it was throwing me off. But so. The response of the community is making a bit more sense now if they were talking about this uh, beforehand, if this was being posted. Um, because the way that editor Nancy, as she signs off on official Shoujo Beat Tumblr, uh, responds to basically like, I got an Anon ask in my inbox about our discontinued series being picked up again, um, is incredibly disrespectful and patronizing. And so, yeah, that everything is uh, coming full circle now. Where I definitely see why yeah, people are yeah. like, yeah. like, go ahead and read the full yeah. document. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. It, read, read it's like document. it's an understatement, like how, uh, <laughs> like patronizing and like, like disrespectful. What? It like Vampy like found it, and then she tells us, and I'm like, okay, it can't be that bad like okay maybe maybe a tiny bit bad it can't be that that bad and then we both read it and uh, honestly i didn't finish a lot of it but from what i the stuff i read yeah oh it was much worse than we all expected i'm sorry yeah go ahead here's what she said she goes uh, about the discontinued series being picked up again. Simple answer is no. The year we discontinued a few series was when Borders went out of business and the manga market crashed. When series don't sell, we take the financial hit. Several publishers did not make it through the crash. When people don't buy manga, the publisher takes the financial hit. So it's always really important to purchase manga in a timely fashion. Okay, if they had stopped there, would have been fine. But what yep. she does is she goes, now I'm going to be a meanie and does a little, like little cat three-face emoticon and says, because I sometimes am. Did you not buy a series that we published over 13 years ago, 10 years ago, 8, 7, 6, 5? Now, maybe you're one of the few that did. That's amazing. You have great taste in manga. I'm not talking to you, but for all the other people who didn't buy it back then and think they should have another chance at it now, no way. I don't feel sorry for you. You had your chance. We absorbed the losses because you didn't collect it when we were publishing it. What it also did is make publishing something new in that particular genre or by that mangaka more difficult because the booksellers know that you didn't buy those series. So I'm also looking at all the holdouts for when a series ends or those surreptitiously waiting for a box set. Again, only four out of 100 plus shoujo beat series have ever had box sets. You can do that, but those series not being available when you finally get around to collecting them is the risk you take. No one knows you want a particular series unless you purchase it. And when the series are gone, they're usually gone for good. Editor Nancy. And know I, that I didn't just, like, 
copy the screenshot. I went and looked it up on the Tumblr. So I'm staring at it on the Tumblr page. Yeah, she I linked it to sword. us. It, it's it's there. Um, I have I'm, a lot. Of th- I have a lot of thoughts, but I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go first if you oh, guys okay. don't. Mind, if you both don't mind. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go uh, first. Okay. Cause... So I, I know before, like you know, I I try to think of like on the other side for things, right? So for the community, I of course I'm part of the community the anti-manga community, so I know, So, but maybe try to think of what the publishers, on the publisher side. Okay, first off, I don't know, like, you could tell no one reviewed that post before it was sent. Oh, no. Like, mm-hmm. there was no quality control. I'm gonna, sorry, sh- like, there was a situation recently with, um, you know, a content creator and uh, a publisher regarding, it, like, regarding like uh, restock dates that was child's play compared to this like i know people were talking about that publisher saying maybe they should you know they need a social media per- no uh uh-uh, that's that was nothing nothing compared to what vampy has just read what was just what was posted and at the very least I mean, I was thinking, like, Vampy had said, I, we, we both were thinking maybe it was, like, 2009 or 2010 or 2013. It was 2018. That was just four years ago. That was four years ago. 2018. <laughs> right. I mean, it, the, the age of the post doesn't matter too much, but it, it was, like, my big thing was, like, no one, uh, no one said, don't send that. Like, like no one said that. It was just sent, and it was. It's like, whoa, like so. You're just going to completely ignore people who maybe did not have money to do that, whether they were a minor, you know, a teen with no job, or um, they were an adult that either they were through school or what have you, um, and they just could not afford to buy manga. Like you're just throwing those kind of those groups out the window, and I mean I know primarily I buy shonen manga, and but when I and I've been you know, and you know enjoying manga for for a long time, very long time. I mean I remember when I could not. I mean, there were some titles I want. There were some volumes I wanted to buy, but I couldn't. Um, I but I was able to buy like one or two, and I. You know, I reread those, I enjoyed those, what have you, but I know I couldn't buy all of them. So if I, if there was a box set that I wanted or something like that, if they were, you know, around, I, well, I could, I couldn't afford that. And that, it's not just me; it's probably a lot of other people. Um, even to this day, like we talk, there's things about it. So this post right here is a middle finger to people who may not be able to buy, um, you know, things at the right, you know, manga or what have you at a specific time. And even if, I don't know how, but even if that was not the intent, that's how it comes across. And although I don't know how it's not the intent, but that's how it comes across. Someone should have done some quality control before someone someone else should have done some quality control before this was posted and this is really really unprofessional this is this is honestly like something we would see from 
content creators in the yeah, uh, not from like, a company. Yeah, not from a company. <laughs> sorry, that I'm sorry. That's that's my kind of spiel no, about I it. Think, I think this is straight up like one of the most disrespectful things I've ever read. Um, <laughs> to like from a company to a consumer, it's just it's patronizing. It's disrespectful. It's unprofessional. It's Oh my gosh. And like originally I was feeling empathy for this person because we were just looking at the current thing, the current situation. And we were like, oh, maybe this is being taken out of context and blah, blah, blah. Seeing this and the fact that she was kind of like, I stand by what I said years ago. If this, if the whole post is what she's standing by, I don't know. I feel like, okay, maybe you kind of deserve to have people, you know, getting mad at you. This yeah. is, this is, yeah, this is definitely like, Hopefully, I mean, from what she's we've seen every once in a while, because of course it's all linked to Tumblr, so I don't check every ask. It seems like she responds to things a lot better now than four years ago. But oh my, oh my God, yeah, I, <laughs> oh yeah, you can yeah. definitely tell nobody else had that login, nobody else checked over that. Um, yeah, and the fact that this only has forty-seven notes, it just shows to me. I mean, how small the I don't know, manga collecting community is on Tumblr or something? Because I feel like if there was more people like manga collectors or whatever on Tumblr, that this would have more than 42 notes and there would have been people getting angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I oh, yeah, I, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> just looking at this, there's so many things making angry. Because like you said, yeah, just what if you were a child then? What if you didn't have the money? And just placing blame on people who want to buy and support your series be like you didn't buy them then. Well, screw you. Yeah, it's all your fault. And it's like, okay, it's it's really just kind of like shooting yourself in your own foot and just yeah, Ooh, yeah. This is, <laughs> I'm sure Alerts is upset at it too. Also working in like, I, a customer service type job. <laughs> I, okay. Can I say what I want to say? I, I got yeah. I got a lot to unpack here. Okay, oh. so oh, here we go. <laughs> going... All right. I'm going to go off. All right. I'm sorry, y'all. The gloves are off. It's obviously <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm not sure if this is going to be placed in the very beginning or the very end. So, to state my biases, I was thinking about it from trying from both sides, right? Because in any mm-hmm. sort of situation, you have to think about it from the business perspective and the customer's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. In order for you to find a compromise to do what you want to do. Now, mm-hmm. before this was known, I came into the problem like okay it's a both sides are at fault situation right one side is not giving enough communication the other side's just making things toxic for the sake of being toxic and not giving the publishers the room to breathe which then make the publishers not want to be more communicative and it's a and it's a toxic like a toxic circle right mm-hmm. i was about to walk away with that thinking oh okay i think i made a pretty like a pretty you know solid take on the whole situation that just happened then I see this BS like <laughs> pop up on my screen, and oh my god! Okay, so let's break it down. Let's break it down. Simple answer is no. Really? <laughs> you could have just okay. I'm sorry, but if someone was to tell me, simple answer is no. Um, I'm gonna be like in the. I'm gonna reply back and like fire back because I'm gonna be disrespected like this. I'm a fan of Shoujo, like, if I was a fan of Shoujo Beat, and I had the opportunity to speak to the person who's in charge of it, and the response I got back was, simple answer is no. 
hell no, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> and then um, the next one right here where it's like, uh, when series don't sell well, we take a financial hit. Several publishers do not make it through the crash. When people don't buy manga, publisher takes a financial hit. So it's really important you you purchase manga in a timely, mind you, this is bolded and italicized fashion. Yes, that makes sense, right? When, pe when people don't buy your manga, you take a financial hit. But this, kind of like what uh, Winter and Vampy said, you're kind of like, it's like what companies now are like in this current climate, like, oh, well, people, there's a worker shortage and everything. We can't find people to work. You're just completely like being oblivious to all the current world events that's going on right now. Yeah. This response right here is being completely oblivious to like what happened in 2008. Yeah, the like, recession, there's the, the recession, fucking housing yeah. crisis. There is so much happening. There is so much happening. People lost their houses, their jobs. They got and, uprooted. Like, and all you cared about was people not buying your manga. I'm gonna get into it later, but still, it just comes <laughs> off as absolutely like oblivious. And what the? Yeah. I'm not gonna drop an F bomb, but yeah. <laughs> then, so. Yeah, again, you could have reworded that first sentence, but or that first paragraph. But if you would have like reworded it and just said that first paragraph, you would have been fine. But no, <laughs> it's like you turned your IQ from like, <laughs> like where you're at right now, to like zero. Because then you go, now I'm gonna be a meanie because sometimes I am. What is this kindergarten BS you're trying to pull? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? What? No, no, no. I'm serious. No, but you're just like, what is this BS, right? Just, I'm it sorry. It had me rolling. Like that. No, it like, feels so disrespectful. And it, like, yeah. what? like, where in your mind is it okay for you to go and say, now I'm going to be a meanie? Who says that in a Okay, listen, I you could argue that's how people talked in Tumblr, blah, 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 that's fine. But if you're a head of a business and you're doing business communications, I think the last thing you want to see is someone say, well, I'm going to be a meanie now. No. Don't forget the emoji. And the, the emoji. emoji. Because sometimes I am. Listen, you should separate your emotions from your business needs, okay? Yeah. That's just how I feel like businesses to be run and that's not the case here that's not even the worst of it i'm only like almost like a third of the way through this is where the part that really pisses me off did you did you not buy a series that was published over 13 years ago 10 8 7 6 5 at this point if you're gonna count down keep counting down to four three two and one because clearly <laughs> you have the mentality of a kindergarten like that's the way you're doing this at this point now maybe you were one of the few of you that did okay now you're just pandering to the people who had the funds who were old enough to buy manga and everything great good job you must really love pandering to the 10 percent of people in that like small group of manga publishers or not manga publishers manga community who are into shoujo just whatever who bought it awesome that's great right eight eighteen eight 13 years ago wow i can't wow it's almost as if people change over time but oh no 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 no. we can't no 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 can't allow that to happen and then of course you know that's amazing you have great taste in manga wow <laughs> uh, okay 
I mean, that one, I, I kind of, like, I, I think it's, it's fine. I think that one is fine. No, no. no I'm I think disagree. that little part, you have a great taste of mine. I, I feel like that's... Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. no. I'm going to disagree with you were... hard on that. They're trying to just pander to the people because they know that those people will defend them to the ground, bruh. You can't t- argue with me that they're not doing that. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I'm not saying they're not covering doing their, it. their butt a little bit there. They'd be I like, agree. Oh, by the way, you're fine if you bought it. You're the best. Everybody else, though, every we should all be attacking everybody else who did well, not buy yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm I like, feel like Whoa. it's like a tongue-in-cheek joke, just that part. And if they just had that part and not what you're about to say next, then it's like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, all right, I see what you're doing. Cool, whatever, yeah. just move on. But, yeah. Yeah. The... yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just just to, to say that and then follow it up. I'm not talking to you, but everybody else. <laughs> right. Screw you. Yeah. It's like, then, uh... Then it's like, but for all the people who didn't buy it back then and think they should have another chance about it now, no way. Wow, way to be so uh, inclusive and be accessible to your stuff. Like, where did those things go? It's like yeah. you... It's like uh, you come into a sandbox, right? And kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Because clearly this person has the mentality of a kindergartner, right? And there's these toys that have, like, are nicely built, nicely, like, strong. They're built to last, right? But then, you know, one day you just decide, you know what? I'm going to take those away. Why? Because not too many people are playing with those toys. So you take them away, and lo and behold, you have uh, these other kids come in through the classroom and wanting to play. And, you know, they hear from their parents, oh, yeah, I used to play with that toy a ton. It used to be super awesome and cool and everything. And then those kids ask you for that toy, which you still technically have. And you're like, oh, well, maybe you should have, like, played with it. 13 years ago. What sort of, like, logic is that? Like, are you serious? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, sort of, like, backwards ass... We can say ass, right? Yeah. Yeah. What backwards <laughs> ass, like, thinking is this? What are you, like, Tokyo Pop? Come on. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm serious. Like, did you just come from Tokyo Pop or something? Like, I'm... Anyways. Anyways. So... No, and then they had the, you had your chance. Wow. So someone who was five years old, who was running on, like, who didn't even know what the colors of the rainbow were. Yeah. <laughs> then, again, going back to, like, what I said earlier, people were going through a recession. People were losing their jobs. People were losing their houses. People were going through a financial struggle. And you're telling me that it's their fault that, that it's their fault that they went through that? Oh well, maybe you should have bought your mo- should have bought our manga thirteen years ago instead of like feeding your kids. Obviously, that's probably not what they said, but still, that's what it alludes to. Yeah. Because then they yeah. say you had. I don't feel sorry for you. You had your chance. We absorbed the losses because you didn't collect it when we were publishing it. Wow, boo, who? It's almost as if you guys don't make already a bunch of money back then, and you guys couldn't, quote unquote couldn't take a financial hit you probably could but because you want to make your investors happy you couldn't do that come on we all know the truth here and which also made something per- publishing 
uh, particularly new in that genre or by that manga more difficult because booksellers know you didn't buy those series. I don't think even then, mo- like bookstores back then, didn't take manga as seriously as they did now. They didn't. Per- like, they they, they, they didn't. As someone who was back, like who was yeah. not around, like you know, not a child at, around that time, they didn't. They were. Oh. They, I mean, they were like secluded to, like um, like they were secluded to like one one section, like one or two shelves, but they were also mixed in with graphic novels. So you would like see Dragon Ball. And then immediately see the Flash, and then immediately see you know, civil the Civil War, the Marvel Civil War stuff. I mean, you would see all like you would see that with, and then then you then you see Car Captor Sakura. But like you you saw that it was not taken seriously until like mm-hmm. especially when you know since this was posted in twenty eighteen, like that's when it started. You know, we were getting more um, better. yeah better for that and Mm -hmm. yeah so like no i don't know why they mentioned that at all i don't know why they said that Uh, and even like when my oh sorry i was gonna say even like when i was younger and my bookstore like my barnes and noble did have a manga section back then it was smaller like you said it was like maybe one full shelf and it was like in the back of the store even now it's still kind of in the back of the store there's just way more shelves like, back then, it was, like, secluded by itself off in the corner. It was not, like... And there was no tables and stuff like there are now that mm-hmm. advertise manga, where they have, like, the setups. It was, like, we're not going to talk about manga. It's there. The weirdos go there. <laughs> and we don't want anything to do with it. You're right. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but, like, it's just... It just speaks, er- like, corporate arrogance and corporate, like obliviousness and denseness that makes me go like okay some people can argue well people's mindset can change and you're correct i certainly hope that this individual has changed their mindset from uh a kindergartner to possibly first grade i mean i'm gonna be i'll be gracious and say hopefully they've grown up from past first grade to maybe second grade or third grade maybe Okay, all right, that's a little bit too mean. But still, like, <laughs> this mentality is just of a child. Like, I'm sorry, but this is, like, some childish, like, behavior here. And I, after reading this, like, I'm not surprised that I'm like, wow, now it makes sense why shoujo, like, why the shoujo community is so mad at shoujo B. Yeah, now, like, everything yeah makes sense. now everything makes sense. And we're not even done yet. So the last part goes, I'm also looking for all holdouts for when a series ends or those. Oh, so to kind of like play it off, like she knows what she's talking about. They use a super, uh, what is it? So repetitiously waiting for a box set. Again, only four out of 100 Shoujo B series ever had box sets. You can do that. But those series not being available when you finally get around them is the risk you take. That's just a very, like, dense take. I'm sorry, but, like, you like what you like. You collect what you collect, right? Yeah. doesn't matter what, a, what, <laughs> what aesthetic it looks like, what, like, what stories it is, what genre it is. You like what you like because you like the stories because it had an emotional impact to you and you want it in your collection. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Sometimes you can't collect the manga you are there because you have to make a financial decision, right? Like for me, do I spend like $120 on this box set or do I put that money towards rent, food, gas, water, going to school, stocks? Like, come on, like seriously? Mm -hmm. No one knows, and do they continue by saying, no one knows you want a particular series until you purchase it. And when the series is gone, they're usually gone for good. Okay. It, it, like, did you, like, not take a business class 101 or something like that? People don't, like, let's, okay, I'm going to be real talk, right? Mm-hmm. People don't know what they want until you give it to them, right? That's business mm-hmm. 101. Yeah. You can always ask for feedback. You can always do, like, research groups and everything but you'll never truly know if a product works or not until you give it to them that is when you'll find out if something works or something doesn't and if something works great awesome you have a great product that will fly off a store shelf and go from there but if you don't you'll be stuck in this loop of like ah well i don't know oh man i don't know and then guess what now you lost your chance like when coke lost the market leadership in coke products to pepsi because they were all too adamant about their brand new coke formula and then pepsi became the dominant one and then coke was like oh man we should have oh man oh man i don't know why we did that like man and then they had to claw their way back to regain market dominance but at the end of the day right roasting sessions over classes dismissed but um this just speaks um volumes volumes as to potentially the leadership that's possibly going on in shoujo b now i hope that is not the case and i hope that this individual has grown from this mentality oh yeah but (laughs) we don't know because we don't have the transparency from the publisher whether or not this rings true or not now again even though this is what was said I don't wish harm or don't wish harassment against this individual. Because, again, we don't know what this individual's gone through. We don't know the, you know, we don't know the environment, right? Everyone has a reason for acting the way they do, right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you are in a customer-facing role, right? And this is the way you acted. Customers are are going to not respond in the way you want them to respond. Mm-hmm. And now that you have a, bon- a manga boom, which, let's be honest, that's what it's called, because guess what? When the COVID-19 happened, lots of people who were too caught up in, like, you know, stuff like their jobs, uh, school, and everything, they now finally reclaimed some of their lost free time that they should have had in the beginning, and guess what they used with their free time? They invested in hobbies that they wanted to, to get into finally right one of those hobbies was manga so now you're going to tell me that the people who couldn't like you know find the free time who now has the free time to be like oh well it's your fault that you didn't buy our manga 13 years ago even though you weren't born 13 years ago it was still your fault like bro what that's some like backwards ass thinking i know i'm repeating myself but still the point the honing point is now that we that this document has come to light, it makes sense. Yeah. 
However, even though it makes sense, we as a community still need to be better and hold them accountable. Yes. We need to respectfully, you know, keep pressure and use our, you know, collective to positively push for more transparency, push for our use, like, within our power to push these publishers to get reprints and respectfully channel our energy to these surveys so we can get the stuff that we want to see licensed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do that, well, who knows? Maybe there might be other people who have the same exact mentality and we don't know. So, all I gotta say is just, I'm disappointed and I'm shocked that this exists. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Like, it makes me now, like, I don't necessarily regret what I said in the original recording, but now that I have context behind it, it makes me even more mad because now I truly understand the frustration. Because I yeah. had a sense of an idea, because I spoke with Vampy a little bit on like some of the frustrations, and most of it's very understandable. But now seeing this, now I have the full picture. Now yeah. I see everything. And now, hopefully you do too. So that you can be mad and, you know, hold not just Shoujo Beat accountable, but all publishers accountable so that they can push better so that we can do have better product and have better stuff. We have power, you know, so. Yes, exactly. This this was just a complete spit in the face to all the people who now have supported Shoujo Beat and Shoujo in general, um, especially when it was the only imprint specifically for shoujo might still be the only imprint for shoujo um mm-hmm. specifically that exists and then just to get a reply like this that's just like well it's all your fault that the series that you wanted didn't perform well because you couldn't buy it over a decade ago um yeah it, it sucks it's like even the even the imprint slash publisher who's supposed to like you know, be there for you and understand is also like, no, screw you actually, <laughs> on top yeah. of everybody else. It's great. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, are we going to include this at the beginning of the episode or the end? Yeah. I think this should be at the be. I think the beginning. So, for those listening, um, I think that this is going to play during the beginning, though, so, because works. obviously... Okay, cool. I mean, that works. Um, I was thinking the end, but uh, with a preface... Thing before saying like hey uh, make sure but you know if we want to do this in the beginning that that works that works too that's less we have to record okay yeah so yes yeah, so this is going to be during in the beginning of the episode before the episode so that you can kind of get the full picture of our thing so, what so was no, record- yeah go ahead i was just gonna say so just know that our opinions after this part we did not have this information or this post and it was only based on the current ask that we address in that part so exactly our opinions are slightly different <laughs> our opinions are been slightly changed now we now are joining the, actually while as <laughs> i read this beat down <laughs> yeah now we're joining the shoujo beat down and <laughs> yeah, yeah as of this actually i went ahead and bought rosa for sight and the and a few volumes of uh let's see yona the dawn and Snow White with the red hair, just for y'all. Actually, yeah. I think I'm gonna actually, here I'll reveal something. This Friday, if it if you were uploading it today, or some point, I'm giving away Rose of Versailles Volume One, just for y'all. 
Um, so before Shoja Beat, there was a magazine known as An America Extra. It was originally established as a companion to the anime news and review magazine called An America. So Extra and Viz's other manga magazine, Pulp at the time, were some of the first manga magazines in English to publish manga aimed at demographics outside of children's manga. And some people have cited that these magazines are were instrumental in disseminating manga culture, or like spreading it widely in North America. Uh, and America Extra originally had really strong sales in 2001 and cited its growth as proof of uncaptured potential in the American shoujo market, seeing as its readership was roughly 70% female. By 2003, the magazine began publishing shoujo manga exclusively, and An America Extra is the one who serialized and later published collective volumes of series uh, Fushigi Yugi, X1999, and more, including Banana Fish, after Pulp Magazine folded. So those were not shoujo beat. Shoujo beat did not exist at that time. Um, An America Extra ceased publication in December 2004, and it was then replaced by the manga magazine Shoujo Beat in 2005. And that's when the imprint started forming, because Viz was printing um, the series that were serialized in the magazine under this imprint. Um, And so they originally published series like Kaze Hikaru, which is still coming out, uh, Nana, Absolute Boyfriend, etc., and so after the magazine ceased serialization in 2009 due to difficult economic climate, so a.k.a. the recession, when several English publishers completely collapsed, Shoujo Beat shifted solely to an imprint that Viz's shoujo manga is published under. Um, there have been some outliers in recent years, but 95% of their shoujo is shoujo beat. So that's kind of what they are created for. They exist within Viz itself. They are not their own group. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Right. But a Tumblr user submitted the following question to Shoujo Beat, uh, and it said, Hi, Shoujo Beat. If enough of us back order classic shoujo manga such as Please Save My Earth, Red River, and Basara, is there any hope of a reprint? I'm wondering if Shoujo fans should spread the word on other social media platforms to make it happen, or is there no hope for physical copies for these older series? I know in the last episode you kind of uh, talked about being in like collecting manga for a while. Could you maybe speak more about sort of like why someone would ask this question? Okay, so these are all series that uh, I'm actually collecting, except for Please Save My Earth, because okay, so basically all three of those, and especially classic shoujo in general. Um, are very hard to get your hands on. They're basically out of print, either completely or partially. Um, meaning, if you want to buy some, usually you're paying scalper prices, or maybe not always scalper, but people that realize, like, hey, I, I can sell my old copies that I've had for, you know, two decades for a ton of money. So, like, I've been hunting to collect Basara for five years now, and I don't have it finished. I still need 19 and 20. I've seen it come up once this year, and it was for about, like, six to eight hundred dollars for some used yellow copies on ebay oh dang so that's about where classic shoujo which we call pretty much like the english classic shoujo so probably before shoujo beat or towards the tail end of like uh, 2000s is when we had uh red river basara mm-hmm. please save my earth um from far away, like a bunch of these that are now like pretty much impossible to get. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, so a lot of people really want reprints of these series, obviously, now that uh, a lot of us are adults, because, like, when they were coming out, I was probably, like, five, eight years old. Um, and so, you know, everyone's like, wow, these are really good series. I'd love to get them physical. I'd love to collect them, but they just don't exist. Can we get a reprint? And that's that's basically where we're at now, is, like, what will it take for us to get these series reprinted? Because otherwise, we have to pay you know, tons and tons of money to even hope to own them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after hearing, like, that backstory, I mean, to be honest with you, that's a pretty fair question. I mean, not, not just exclusively to, like, shoujo, like, classic shoujo manga, period, but, mm -hmm. like, just regular manga in general, because I know we talked about it a little bit before, but I know there's some series, like, in Viz, we have issues with, what black lagoon coming in yep um that's i still 21 yeah. <laughs> i still 21 another one um in yen press land we have what triage triage x, x yep yeah triage x uh, and uh i think strike the blood as well strike the blood yeah i don't i remember there was a point in time where barakamon and pandora hearts were like pretty hard but then they just in yen press's case right they just started to get those reprints yeah um but again to clarify for everyone every publisher is different mm -hmm. so just because one publisher is being proactive doesn't mean another one will have the same i guess behavior behavior yeah priorities yeah. Priorities. <laughs> yeah yeah uh winter do you have any thoughts on this question yeah um you said a lot of it uh i didn't know a lot of the uh well i do a little bit of the backstory but like the specific titles that they used to have like um x um 1999 um that one that, that was one i was a little uh, surprised to see but uh but yeah like um you're right every publisher handles um things differently for example like you had mentioned right comparing mm -hmm. uh yimpress how yimpress does things to how shoujo beat does things and that's just you know that's just business all the businesses kind of do that right like uh, no matter what kind of field you're in generally the businesses have different priorities so yeah i think i think you both covered it um yeah you just you both covered it yeah and we'll get into more about like the behind the scenes of like how that happens but before we do Obviously, the next big question everyone wants to know is, how did Shoujo Beat respond to this? Uh, I believe, Winter, you were able to figure out and find what Shoujo's response was. So yeah. go ahead and let people know. Yeah, go ahead. Take the floor. Yeah. Uh, so Shoujo Beat responded uh, with this statement here. So, personally, I have all of Please Save My Earth in ebook format. Even though I started working at Viz while the fi final volumes were in production, I still wasn't going to be able to find spares of all the volumes. That being said, classics tend to come back at some point. Not all the time. In parentheses, she says, or they, the re representative says, I still stand by my no book stays in print forever slash you need to collect manga promptly stance that drew ire a few years ago it's really it's the reality of publishing 
but we did get banana fish back into play, so you never know what the future holds. They follow up also saying, I think a, a, campaign would be a campaign would be tough in the current circumstances because so many manga titles are in demand right now, and there are still printing shortages. So, like, that response, um... Yeah, it break was it down for us real quick. Yeah, so, uh, just, like, how I'm interpreting this is, uh, the first part I think that, uh, I think we would, I think we should address is really the second statement, the second sentence. Even though I started working at Viz while the final products, I'm sorry, final volumes were in production, I still wasn't going to be able to find spares of all the old volumes. So that, uh, so that right there, we're kind of it was kind of showing that uh, these volumes, like this series, was kind of going, like they were they were working on those final volumes. They were printing out those final volumes because there was a user base that was buying this series. However, mm -hmm. it was not. I feel like maybe it was not a large enough user base at the time for them to keep the entire series in like reprint circulation. Um, so that's the so that's the the first one. This my interpretation of it. So the representative in this response or in response to this ended up getting the classic or getting that title in a digital format because they really, it seemed like they really do care about this title, this series, and they wanted to, they wanted to own it. They wanted to read it. And since they could not get any, like all of them in physical, in a physical format, they had to go with uh, electronic or a digital format. Now, the other thing is um, uh, this next one. I think this is one that I think we'll, we'll talk about later on where I think it kind of, started some I'm just going to say it controversy is the is the post of the part of them saying I still stand by my no book stays in print forever slash you need to collect manga promptly stance that drew ire a full a few years ago it's the reality of publishing so this one I'm just going to say it um, I think this was misinterpreted, but I think now after, I think I understand how it was misinterpreted, but, um, it was misinterpreted because what they were saying to me, what they were saying is that they needed to, that they were suggesting that for more, maybe for more, um, the modern titles, current. Yeah, yeah, more current titles, um, thank you, Vampy, that's a better word, uh, the more current titles, like, Snow White with the Red Hair, Yona the Dawn, Romantic Killer. Please don't kill me. I'm just saying, Romantic Killer is a new title. <laughs> but uh, you had uh, to sneak that in, didn't you? N no, not really. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think that's what uh, the representative statement was referring to. Like, so let's say ten or fifteen years in the future, someone was like, "Oh, hey, I want to collect Yona the Dawn now." And they go and, um, you know, like the first 10 volumes of Yona the Dawn are not, um, they have no reprints scheduled. So it's like, oh, uh, so what do I do? It's kind of like, I don't want to collect the series because I can't find the first 10 volumes. 
I think yeah. that's what um, the representative is referring to. Not not about the classic series like Basara or um, this or this title, uh, the Please Save My Earth. I don't think they're talking about those. I think they're talking about the modern titles. Now, this is where I feel like they the misinterpretation comes in because they said this is a stance uh, that drew ire a few years ago. They had mentioned that, that this is a stance that drew ire a few years ago, which could be interpreted as, oh, you sound annoyed with me asking this question, or, oh, this you're being confrontational. Yeah. So I think that's one of the... I think that's the thing that's the situation, I think, kind of escalated. And um, I think that's... And you will find out later in this uh, podcast that, uh, like, how it escalated. But, um, Vampy, what are your thoughts about uh, this part? I want to get both of your thoughts about this part and to before I move on to the last... Yeah, so I wanted to get your, your thoughts about... yeah. No classics, or classics tend to come back at some point. Um, well, I agree that I, I don't believe this came out of a place of malice or full irritation. Because uh, there are some some other answers in the past where I have read, like, a tone of irritation. But I didn't really get that from this one. Um, and I, I agree where I, I thought that she was talking about current series, which I, I also agree with. Um, like, I, I made a post right after all this happened, like... Hey, if there's a shoujo series that looks interesting or promising to you, like Children of the Whales, Oku, stuff like that, you should get on collecting them if you can. Like, if you have the means to. <clears throat> Which I think is one point that kind of makes, made people upset. Is like, one, that everybody has the means, um, money-wise, to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that I think frustrated people was, yes, the way that she says... Um, I still stand by my stance that drew ire a few years ago. It's the reality of publishing. Like, <clears throat> you need to collect manga promptly. I, I The way that it, it sounded like a bit more, um, yeah, like you said, like irritation or almost like being chastised. Like, well, you need to collect this promptly. And also the fact that she knew it, you know, made people upset a few years ago. And then she brought it back. Made people upset again. Um likely because the same you know context was taken as in like oh well why didn't you collect basara when it came out when you were four when it's probably more like hey try to collect manga now um <clears throat> and about like the the older please save my earth uh volumes like on a tangent a little bit there um we don't know how well it sold uh, i could try to find maybe some sort of a collection of data eventually but when a series doesn't sell as much over time, they will make less copies of sequels down the line. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like, you know, the last volumes of Basara are really hard to get, possibly. Because, you know, as a series comes out, I'm sure less and less people buy to the very end. The less volumes that you buy of a series, the more they're going to be like, okay, we don't need to print as much, you know, by volume 50. So then volume 50 and those last ones are going to be really hard to get. So... Yeah, that's also why, you know, supporting is important, and the reason why they say pre-ordering is important, because pre-orders 
are showing the initial interest and how much they think they need to print before, you know, the release date. Um, but yeah, and then like Kazehikaru, everybody, you know, we, we all get frustrated, like, hey, it's going to take 15 years for the series to end. But while it's frustrating, I also understand that as if this series is coming out so slowly, that means it is not selling well. Um, and it has been coming out for, what, 15 years or more? Uh, so it isn't something that can be turned around in probably a year or so, which is sad. I think it sucks. But the reason that they slowed it down so much is so they wouldn't have to drop it, most likely. Um, and... You know, people are probably asking for reprints of that, and I would like it to get reprints. I, I wish that everybody would be able to, you know, be able to buy and afford uh, series. I wish that I would be able to buy and afford, you know, like, Basara and stuff. But I know, you know, it's not always possible with the state things are now, and I'm sure we're going to get into that later. But, yeah, I, I see what she's saying, where it's, like, the current circumstances. There's so many manga titles in demand... Um, and you have printing shortages, it's hard enough for Viz to, you know, tackle what they already have out in print. <laughs> like, you see how long the Yona yeah. of the Dawn reprints are scattered, Nana reprints are scattered. Like, it's not something that they can do with a snap of their fingers. So I can kind of see both sides of the frustration and the argument there. Yeah. Alerts, what do you think? What are your thoughts about this? All right, let's try to not burn as many bridges as I can. Uh, no, I'm 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 not going to burn bridges. Um, so <laughs> just mess with you. This guy, anyways. Um, so <laughs> overall, the message, in my opinion, the response was fine. Right? Yeah. It it's it sucks as a fan. I mean, again, this is coming from someone who isn't into shoujo as much as other people who are probably listening to this episode but it's one of those like hard truths that you have to take that this is like a reality of the business and what there was no anything inherently wrong with what she said now that doesn't mean she could have worded it differently like i personally have a problem with the whole uh no book stays in print forever you need to you need to collect manga promptly. Now, I understand the intent as to why they said that. Because, as Vampy mentioned earlier, like, um, with the manga that's available now, it's not going to be the same manga that's going to be available, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. Right. So, if you have the means to collect them now, you should probably do so. Otherwise, you're going to miss your chance and be in the same boat 10 to 15 years later but at the same time though since this is a response about like reprints i feel like they should have maybe kind of condensed it to focus on just reprints and not be like because again like i said i understand where they're coming from but it comes off as oh well maybe you should have collected it when you were like when this manga came out it kind of, like, doesn't account for, you know, the manga boom that happened. This answer doesn't accommodate for the manga boom that's happened recently, pretty mm -hmm. much, right? Exactly. It doesn't account. Yeah. So now that there's this sudden explosion of interest now, right, 
this mm-hmm. answers like maybe back then because like they said before this answer this stance is the same stance i had a few years ago that's fine for a few years ago but that stance is should be at least a little bit more fluid now now that there's a more of an audience for yeah. these com- for these works right mm-hmm. so if they maybe reworded that section we wouldn't have seen the amount of backlash we're about to go into because I, I, like they said here they did get banana fish back now i'm not sure which volumes are available now but i am seeing more banana fish volumes in stock which is something i'm trying to collect um mm-hmm. yeah so it i will admit it is a lot easier to see it now than before but still that part should have been rephrased as yes. far as like yeah absolutely um as for like the last section i'm going to go into a little bit i think a campaign might be tough i have a bit of a problem with that because that kind of like i guess dismisses what excuse me winter venom where there is a again i'm going to jump a little bit ahead of the topic here but there is a viz media survey that y'all can fill out to get like your suggestions of licenses that you would like to see licensed to Viz. Granted, it's very difficult to get to, but it's possible. Now, again, everyone has their own license that they would like to get licensed, right? So it's kind of hard to like get a combined effort to do it, but it's not impossible, right? Like if the gaming community can come together to stop these like corporations from implementing microtransactions into games or uh, to reverse game features that don't make the game play well, right? I'm pretty sure the manga community can set aside our differences for a little bit to focus our efforts into filling out these uh, licensing surveys correctly, right? And using our powers of a group correctly and responsibly to be able to get this stuff what we want. Right. Yeah, I, so, I yeah I can see where you're frustrated with that because it is kind of like saying like even if you campaigned even if you had like you know thousands of people say hey I would buy this hey please reprint this it does make it sound like well Viz still won't listen to you yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I see what you're saying with that part yeah yeah that's that's the part that I have an issue with and I think that's what the community is trying to say I mean we'll yeah. get into what the community response is but that's but specifically, those two pieces are what the community focused on. And I felt mm-hmm. like that's where, like you said earlier, that like intent of like irritation kind of came into play. Again, speculation. That's not what actually happened. But at the same time, right, yeah. since we're all, you know, the, mo- the, <laughs> the behind the manga podcast, I understand why these things had to be said. So it's sort of like a double-edged sword here. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like the the campaign, like, when they said the campaign would be tough in this current circumstance, I, I do feel like um, one of the things I want to mention is that, is the misunderstanding, I think, of the Viz survey. Uh, so, unless they've changed the text, based on how I read it, it's something that has not been licensed in print. Um, they said something has not been licensed. Well, I think when I reached out to them, their customer service, they said in print. So 
things like Basara, unfortunately, like, as an example, unfortunately, you, you can't request Basara, or you cannot request Please Save My Earth if, like, at least one or two, at least one of the physical copies is still being reprinted. Um, so, I do feel like when they said, like, I think the campaign would be tough in this current circumstances, um, and then the solution being, like, we'll have a survey, uh, have, you know, use the Viz Media survey, that's not feasible to do. However, I do think that, uh, I do agree with you, Alerts, in that, um, in the response of, like, you know, based on the current circumstances. So, from what they have previously mentioned, you know, that's why people should be able to backorder uh, titles, right? Or backorder yeah. volumes for titles. So, I mean, yes, I understand the... Because um, I know what would come up, right, is the... Well, not all the title... Not all the volumes are at retailers, right? Like, some... Yeah. There are some volumes that are not listed anymore, that are delisted. Um, yeah. So, for the most part... Um, you know, enough people should have to, I think what the process is, is that enough people need to uh, back order, you know, a certain number of volumes or whatever for a specific title. And then with that, when that occurs, then I think most of the North American manga publishers will take, uh, will take that information, take that, like, oh, there's a demand here. There's a large demand that meets our metrics. Now, before I... I meant to say this before, but to my knowledge, this is speculation. This is a lot of speculation, I think, on my side for this. Don't don't take this as truth. It don't take well, don't take the take this with a sort of a grain of salt. This is a lot of speculation. This is and not research that we all did. Right? Yes, like we're not and research that we all did. Yeah. Yeah. This is not yeah, but this is um based on what we have some of the research we've done this is the conclusion that we have come to. Um, so with that being said, I think, of course, all the North American manga publishers have certain have a certain uh, number that uh, titles, whatever, have to hit for a mass series reprint to occur. So I'm going to take Basara that had, um, did it have 17 volumes, Vampy? Is that correct? No, uh, Basara has 27. 27, that was it. Okay. Um, I, got, I got it mixed up with uh, Do Not Say... Not Do Not Say Mystery, sorry. Seven Seeds, that has 37. So <laughs> that was like, it's not 37. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, so let's take Basara. So I think Vampy had mentioned, like, the last... Cert- a certain number of the, like, last volumes are, like very difficult to find because they're either not scheduled for reprints or potentially delisted, right? Yes. Um, Actually, most of the series is delisted. Um, I would say 18 through 27, volume 1 and a couple other sprinkled volumes are not listed. Okay, so that 18 to 27, that's basically like 9 or 10 volumes. And um, that are not, uh, that are either listed or, you know, they have no reprints. So, in that case, if people bought all of the available ones, so, like, I guess, you know, 1 through 17, then if enough people bought the volumes of 1 through 17, 
then uh, potentially uh, Shoujo Beat would actually be like, oh, okay, let's print, um, okay, let's do 18 through 22, for instance. Um, we'll, you know, bring those in. And then, you know, if that gets enough, if that gets backordered at a certain retailer, or um, if they're considering it, it and, um, and a certain retailer, I'm going to use right stuff because they usually have it up, um, mm-hmm. has it, like, marked as out of stock, then they will actually, like, you know, take those back orders and do, and, like, tell the distributor who would tell the publisher and the publisher will try to, um, you know, schedule some reprints for those numbers. If it's delisted yeah. or in right stuff, uh, in right stuff's case, um, no reprints available, then I think the publisher will just talk to the printer and be like, Hey, we're going to try these numbers. So this is going to be like in our, in the previous example, 18 through 22, um, so we schedule it to the printers. So then I believe the publisher will take that information, tell the retailers. So for instance, for Barnes and Nobles, Barnes and Nobles would have delisted, um, 18 through 27. Well, now they would add 18 through 22 back onto, um, <clears throat> their website for pre-order. Uh, right stuff would change it to no reprint schedule to out of stock, um, out of stock, um, expecting more. So that, at that point, people could, um, <clears throat> people could back order. Um, some may probably will wait. And then when that happened, like when those come back in, you know, people would take them or, or, you know, buy them or what have you like that. Um, and if it, you know, if, and the cycle continues, if that hits those numbers, then, then Shoujo Beat may be like, oh, hey, we'll take, uh, you know, 23 to 27 now and what have you so like the thing about that is like that process based on the research that we have done in the past not just for this episode but just in general that process kind of contradicts the statement here because it's like hey this campaign would be tough well from what we know about this process that actually i think uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Vampy and uh, Alerts, but Shoujo Beat had mentioned this process in a tweet, like in a whole chain of tweets. So yes, they yeah, did. yeah, they did. So that kind of contradicts the that you know that kind of these kind of contradict one another. Yeah, and I guess I can kind of speak a little bit more about it. So for yeah. those that were unaware, uh, sh- this is not the first time Shoujo Beat had an incident like this. Um, if you remember, I think it was either in our pilot episode or some episode where we mentioned Shoujo Beat. Listen, Shoujo Beat, I'm sorry, y'all, but you're going to keep showing up in our episodes the more controversy you get into. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but um, in this instance, uh, someone, again, mentioned about reprints. And uh, I think it was for, like, the more popular series, like Kamisama Kiss, Nana, and I think it was just Kamisama's Kiss and Nana. And mm-hmm. um, someone asked, well, okay, some of these volumes are not in stock. How can we get them in there? And the message that was told to us was, oh, well, if you send in your back orders and pre-orders through our retailers that allow those options, which, to my knowledge, was is only at the moment right now, um, Barnes & Noble's with a pre-order, 
uh, write stuff if they have like it's like it says uh, out of stock expecting more or sometimes Amazon will come in and say temporary temporarily out of stock expecting more mm-hmm. um and so what will happen is they'll take those numbers pass it on to the distributor and if the, and if the distributor does not have enough on hand then they'll go and let as we mentioned before let the publisher know say hey listen i have this much demand for these volumes and i don't have them could you maybe put it on the list to get reprinted in which the publisher will decide where in the priority list that gets printed out because again another thing that people kind of like don't on it's not understand but don't have in their conscious right when it comes to like manga is that when it comes to reprints and scheduling reprints these things have to be done months in advance yeah months in advance and again it's not just oh well couldn't they just you know i guess open up more printers well no because you know it takes a lot of money to do Mm -hmm. then find workers to then get the ink to then also get the paper to then also get the zoning it's it's a whole mess of stuff yeah not to mention that they have increased the amount of countries and places that they are printing in right but then that also brings in the whole situation about the cargo right the shipping cargo yeah yeah i was just saying they they are trying stuff but it just shows you how like backed up it is and how bad Mm -hmm. things are currently right yeah so even with all of that said Right. Now that we have like the full context of like the behind the scenes, like the behind the manga, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this statement, again, like I said, I ha- I don't have a problem with what was said in the statement because it's an honest truth. However, what I do find is a lack of empathy in the statement because there is a lack, I mean, clearly, and again, everyone's different. Some people prefer like the cut and dry approach, some people don't. Um, but in this case, I feel like this response. Uh, lacks the empathy because in a typical customer service because I've been in customer service for about like what six plus years now and one of the main things you have to do is you have to at least even if you don't really empathize with the person on the other side of the phone you have to at least show some right Mm -hmm. which I feel like they kind of did but they didn't like fully acknowledge the frustrations of what fans not just specifically shoujo fans but all manga fans gone through right yeah. because this isn't just exclusively like shoujo issue this is an issue when pandora hearts and barakamon couldn't be found this is the same issue when future diary couldn't be done this is the same issue when cowboy bebop couldn't be done right this right. is the same issue that's not specific like specified for one demographic this is a a community-wide issue yeah, like, like to add to yeah. the example, I think uh, someone had mentioned, because I know we've been saying Shoujo Beat, we've been saying Vit, we've been mentioning Viz, we've been mentioning um, Yimpress, but I think the same situation, to add, I think the same situation happened with uh, Gunslinger Girl, right? I know that's uh, Seven Seas, but I think um, some I of them think, are, yeah. yeah. But again, that goes on to say, like, it's not, it's a, co- a community-wide issue. Exactly. And I feel like that was missing in this response which is why uh we got the following twitter responses so Mm -hmm. as we all know right we kind of the twitter responses that we read obviously we're not gonna say who said them right because we don't want to spread hate and Mm -hmm. we don't want to uh again 
full on disclaimer, please do not send your hate to Shoujo Beat because that person does not have any control as to who, what gets reprinted or anything. They can forward the message. But again, mm-hmm. the way the pathway works is it's Shoujo Beat to Viz to the printer. Yeah. So anything that Shoujo Beat does has to go through Viz and anything Viz does and it's huge catalog of libraries right after or titles excuse me they have to you know put on a priority list okay who's going to get printed with whatever not with whatever limited resources we have yeah to be sent off the and they're always gonna prioritize the newest titles exactly. the newest so, more popular titles yeah newest more popular titles mm-hmm. so um and then not only that it's like a resource divided into a resource so while vids has like the majority of the resources those like small sliver of resources is gets divided from the blind and shoujo so it's probably again speculation probably mm. the same issue too right like they're not going to go and i mean they could if they really wanted to reprint these classic like shoujo but that's going to take up space away from the more popular selling shoujo beat titles that they know they could sell yeah you know so from a business perspective what do you do do you print the stuff that you know is going to sell or are you going to print a classic that that sure you see the um online online demand for it but you don't have concrete data for it just say that's that's something that i i feel like they need to do is have a way to have more concrete data yeah like you said like yes we can submit quest for licenses but it's hidden and there's not really a way to show your interest for reprints except for annoying the heck out of you know the social media people which i'm sure they're not sitting there taking a tally of every single person that asks or every single person that's interested right um that and we don't know the minimum amount of copies that they have to print at the printer yeah yeah that is the other thing is they might one they don't have the data and two they're looking at who knows, maybe they have to print 30,000 copies or something per volume or series or whatever, and they're sitting there thinking, like, will we sell these 30,000? Even right. though we might have 2,000 people on Twitter talking about it, and we sell 30,000. Well, and to add to that, like, I remember when the Shoujo Beat uh, discussion came up, when they had, you know, kind of, like, had us peek behind the curtains, when they had mentioned that, um, you know, back orders, how important back orders are. And I interact with some people after that, like the next day, or what have you, when they were talking, uh, when it, this was going around in the manga community. And many of them were like, I, okay, I know this, but I'm not sure if I want to pre, if I want to back order. Uh, yeah. So just because there is a demand doesn't mean that they're going to you know it's enough justification to reprint a certain series uh like volumes within a certain series and this i mean this sucks to say this hurts to say um yeah as a manga fan even yeah as a manga fan no, no matter what it hurts to say but it's but that's kind of it's a business first and foremost right and it's and it's something that they um like they have to you know that they have to take into consideration and heck 
maybe they absolutely want to do it. They want to do it by the fan response, you know, by the fan demand. But then you have, um, you know, you have trying to convince Viz to do that. Or it could even be with, um, potentially with contracts that they have with, um, you know, their parents, uh, like whatever the, the title's parent company is. Like, um, if it's Shueisha or uh, Hakusensha, like, yeah. you know, we don't know. Um, we don't know, but there, I think there are some other factors that come into play. And I think the important part is just because there is, like, a lot of fan demand on social media does not mean that it's it's going to reflect one-to-one with the like the back order uh data that they are getting from various retailers yes um i feel like some of the the frustration is also mixed in with the fact that it's like over the years it feels like less shoujo gets licensed especially from mm-hmm. like viz specifically and uh one of the one of the comments i saw that was frustrating is like you know viz seems to have connection to most of the magazines in some form or another like the bigger shoujo magazines or just publishers in general so of course they get first pick slash first round and so it's like if they don't get it then you're waiting even longer for like you know the next rounds of publishers to grab it so i can see why people are like okay publishing it feels like the least amount of shoujo variety at the moment but they feel like they have first dibs on everything half the time like everybody else's Mm -hmm. perspective so i feel like that's why they get frustrated it's like okay you're licensing a less variety but you get first dibs but also you won't reprint older stuff so then it's just like frustration all the way around like 360 (laughs) yeah 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 and to kind of like build off of that like I said, we did collect some Twitter responses to kind of get, like, gauge what the community response was, and pretty much, like you said, man, but you're spot on, so, like, this one Twitter user said, I know it sounds mean, but I'm getting pretty sick and tired of Shoujo fan being an excuse or something to get one reprint when other publishers are prioritizing, like, other genres like Isekai or Shonen or Sign or whatever, right? It... It mm-hmm. feels like there's not enough shojo being like. Let me, so let me rephrase that. Shojo is not on the same consideration as, let's say, some of these other demographics or like specific genre. So like a shojo action versus a isekai sort of thing, right? Well, or yeah, yeah like yeah. shojo action versus a shonen isekai. I mean, I, I guess yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sort of like that sort of thing. Um and to kind of build off of that, they also said that I don't blame Shoujo B because as we mentioned before, this is the one who kind of dictates and allocates the resources for this stuff. Um but from an outside perspective, right? Which mm-hmm. understandably so, like you heard it from Vampy, you heard it from Winter, you heard it from me right? It feels like there's not enough shoujo being like licensed and localized and printed and all that stuff as compared to other demographics. Right. And so, with that said, uh, shoujo B did give a response in which they said this. Hey there, I meant collecting promptly. So this was in response to the uh, 
So this Twitter user was responding to the original uh, post that we talked about earlier. So this is what Shoujabit responded to. Uh, hey there, when I meant collecting promptly as advice for collectors, not blame. I hope it didn't come off that way. I have no power over reprints, and some of the answers I gave are probably not going to go down well with everyone, but it's either that or I don't answer questions. Which, yeah. Now, I, I will say this, though. I think, regardless of what the, um, what the outcome is, it needs to be said. Yes. Now, there are some people who will disagree with that, and that's fine, right? I'm not here to pander to, like, a group or something, right? This is obviously our thing, and this is what I feel like is right. You need to say... You need to say it. Because for me, if you leave a customer base in the dark about something, you're leaving gaps of information for them to fill. And now that you're leaving gaps of information for them to fill, they everyone has their own expectation as yep. to what you should do, right? And then when you do do something, like let's say, for example, when Shoujo Beat had two licenses, what was it, two licenses they were supposed to announce? Mm -hmm. And then they just said, oh, well, our time didn't sync up right. Uh, we'll announce them later. But they didn't say when. And of yeah. course, you know, oh, yeah. right around that same time, that was when Comic-Con happened and that was when Anime Expo happened. And Viz had a presence in both of those events. So it was like, oh, so because Shoujo B didn't say anything, there might mention it in those two events because they're right around the corner. No, that didn't happen. Still Could hasn't that... happened. Yeah, it still, still hasn't. Yeah. To this day, hasn't happened. Now, that could have been prevented if they said something, but they chose not to. Now, that could be because, again, like they said here, uh, I the some of the answers I give are probably not going to go down well with everyone, but you still have to say it, right? You still, I understand that that behind every single publisher there's a person behind, it, right? There's a person mm -hmm. who has to subject themselves to either positive messages or hateful messages from either yeah. people who are positive, like very positive about the publisher, or those who are very um, who are very negative to the publisher. Right, and it will spew out as much toxic stuff as it can. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I will admit, like having, you know, being on a content creation platform, I'm pretty sure all of us have seen how social media affects us, right? Because we tend to focus on the negative and not the positive, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I feel like regardless of what you see, it has to be said. Like, just say it. You know? Yeah. Um, so... I would say, uh, to that point, I would say that uh, on the opposite side, it, I'm going to say, look at Kodansha, right? Like, yeah. Shoujo Beat is providing answers. I mean, yeah, could they be uh, kind of a little bit better? A little bit, yeah, yeah they, they can. Um, could they maybe, like, uh, provide more context, not just direct to our Twitter? a tumblr page yeah but they are providing answers though on the opposite side you have kodansha who kodansha usa who basically just doesn't say anything they don't talk about like 
they don't post about how a way to license titles. Or, oh, okay, they only do, and they only actually they do, and um, but only at panels. And actually, and really, it was only like they said it in an interview in 2015, and then they said it in a panel at um, Comic Con, either Anime Expo or Comic Con uh, in 2022. But any other kind of uh, any other kind of ways of how um, of how it works with them, how they operate, like uh, like what's happening with Shoujo Beat right here, there's nothing. Um, they don't say anything. The only thing that we heard of, I think it respond like that they've responded to, wasn't even directed at, at uh, the public itself. It was directed to a, another you know Twitter user who, um, or it was directed somewhere else, and then someone then a Twitter user found it and uh, or. Um, made a statement about uh, what uh, Kodansha, I guess, uh, their sentiments about something that happened. But for the most part, like, they're on the opposite side where they don't say anything. They don't really have a way for you to communicate or to interact with them. Um, mm -hmm. Unlike Shoujo Beat, who engages with people online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Vampy. I think you got some stuff that you want to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. Um, are we gonna address the blocking situation? Yeah, um, let's go ahead and yeah, uh, we can mention real quick. So okay. there was a Twitter user as we were scrolling through the thing, right? Allegedly, there was a Twitter user that was blocked because they were they were asking about reprints. Now, at the time, as as, as of recording this, because on, we'll be honest, right? We saw it happen. We kind of threw it all together. We don't have the full story. All we know was that this user was blocked, and Shoujo B did give a response that they do not block on reprint requests. That's it. We don't have any other more information. We don't have anything like that. So, again, to kind of go back to what uh, Winter said, they the fact that Shoujo Beat is like very transparent, and they're still getting like crap for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, again, like I said, I understand the frustration from the outside of it. But at the same time, we cannot punish these corporations, or it's not corporations, cor um, punish these publishers. We have to show at least some empathy, at least, a little bit. I, I know some people are going to find that controversial, well, and that's fine, but... Yeah. I, I was some. thinking, maybe you were thinking of, to say... We shouldn't punish them for having us peek behind the curtain. Or, sorry, for them yeah. to ha give us a peek behind the curtain. Right, okay, yeah, there you go. Th you took the words right out of my mouth. We shouldn't yeah. get mad at that. We should be more appreciative of that. But yet, we, but net, okay, not everyone, but the vocal <laughs> stuff that I see on Twitter, just no. It, it, right. It's just an overwhelming no. Now, I'm not sure if that's because Twitter wants me to engage with these negative comments that's probably what it is because they're all again all these social media um the algorithms algorithms al the al <laughs> algorithms right want yeah. to keep you into them so they'll probably more than likely show you stuff that's intentionally negative mm -hmm. <laughs> to keep you invested but still yeah it's like yeah yeah i'll say like instead of like how do i say this I, I have bought Shoujo Beat for a long time. I mentioned in previous episodes, like, 
I loved a lot of the titles they announced in the past. So I'm not like, you know, riding ride or die for them forever. Um, I feel like most of the frustration is misplaced mm-hmm. mainly. Like, I feel like there should be empathy for Shoujo be imprint because it's just a part of this. Like we said, they have no control over reprints. Um, they probably aren't looking at the data or making these decisions. They probably, who knows if they have any hand in licensing. That's probably all Viz um, and their parent company in Japan. Uh, and it's likely that Shoujo B is probably just the ones that get to translate and edit it and release it for us. Uh, so as far as like having, I, you should have empathy for them because like this is all out of their control. But yeah, like I do feel it's like should their responses be more tactful sometimes? And do I wonder why the heck they're using Tumblr half the time? Um, yeah, I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like okay, we're we're you know dogpiling and jumping on them for this when, like you said, they were just like relaying information, even if it was like you know a little snippy, isn't like the way to go exactly. Like, I know it's like, wow, Shoujo Beat used to be so good, and now it's crap. Um, When it's not their control, I feel like it should be more like, hey, Viz, why are you not letting Shoujo Beat perform the way it used to in, like, the like early 2010s and the 2000s, when we had, like, a lot of uh, best-selling and, like, good-selling Shoujo, and now that just doesn't happen. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's what it should be more about. It should be like, hey, your anger is misplaced. Um, yeah, we should have sympathy. I'm like, this is just one person running the, uh, the Twitter slash Tumblr account, which if it's the same person who's running the Tumblr, then that's the editor of Shoujo Beat. And that's just one person. (laughs) And she, yeah, you also have to take into consideration. She's been answering questions like this for years. Um, I do feel that she shouldn't have blocked people because whenever it's, it's one thing to block someone on your personal account. It's another thing to do it as a company because the minute you do that, you are going to get people going, like, what are you doing to your customers? Is this how you show us, like, yeah. like respect for our loyalty, like, to your brand? So it's, like, it's a lot different blocking someone as a company, social media, versus blocking it from yours. Uh, I feel like if you're, like, in a company one, you should just ignore it, unless they're doing something, like, really, like, harmful or harassing. Otherwise, you should just like ignore mute whatever mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like blocking kind of caused it to like really spiral out of control and made it like blow up a lot worse than it could have been if it was just like okay here's the info and then like you know left yeah i, I, I agree uh, no i i agree with that <clears throat> um i think that but i mean to your point i think we kind of mentioned this earlier is that there was a lot of frustration due to a variety of things, and I think it was just, yeah. like, it was channeled strictly at Shoujo Beat, at yeah. this representative, um, in this case. Um, and, I mean, just to say, like, the first thing, to break it down, um, the Isekai and Random Ass Shonen titles, that quote-unquote, right, um, that another mm-hmm. uh, Twitter user had said, like, so, both Viz and Shoujo Beat don't do Isekais, that's um that's a different publisher um the the shonen titles isn't shoujo beats fault that's you know that's more on viz and like 
yeah, Shoujo Beat cannot help that being an imprint of Viz. So those right there, that's the first one. And then the other one, like you said, for the, um, is like, I think another one that was also going around was about the collecting, um, collecting the, uh, like manga and stuff like that. And that, I mean, I think that I can see where it escalated. Like, like we mentioned before, definitely see where it escalated. And mm-hmm. I will kind of say, I think the person that showed beat was in the wrong for that little section of saying, you know, uh, the stance that drew ire a few years ago. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I do, I think that escalated. I do think they are in the wrong with that, but for that section, that little part, but mm-hmm. uh, I think that caused the escalation, you know, that helped or that helped cause the escalation or help things escalate. Um, yeah. But I would also say that um, definitely still hold publishers accountable. Hold Shoujo yeah, Beat yeah. accountable. One of the things that I think I saw one person mention, one Twitter user mention um, briefly, was what we talked about earlier, which was the contradiction in the back order uh, response or the back order breakdown that Shoujo Beat had done before. I think that was something that I think that if the manga community, not just the shoujo community, not not just the Jose community, I know shoujo beat, but you know shoujo community to my from what I've seen seems to be the kind of like one big community together, um, not just them, the entire manga community. Whether you're you know all into shonen or all into seinen or in Jose and, and shoujo as well no matter what the entire community should have respectfully pushed or like um pinpointed that one part about the like the statement kind of contradicting how what we were told mm-hmm. about restocks and back ordering and if done in a respectful manner i think that could have helped more but I, I do feel like, like you had mentioned, Vampy, a lot of the anger, um, a lot of the frustrations that Shoujo Beat received, many of it was misplaced. Um, in this instance, many of it was misplaced. And it's, it's just kind of like you've seen where people just will just like go off on someone who maybe accidentally, you know, it's like the whole, like, a little bit like the don't cry over spilt milk uh, term. And you know how you know you do something minor, and I think we've all experienced this in our lives before. You do something minor, and someone just goes off on you, and you realize you're like, "I just did this one little thing." Um, you know, I don't understand why you're going off on me. Well, it's because that other person had a, bu- a bunch of built-up frustration, anger, and yeah. that just kind of you know culminated until this one point that just set them that set that person off so it's something where like you had mentioned a lot of it a lot of this anger was misplaced but yeah you can kind of see where it's coming from like what where it's sort of coming from and i think you yeah. brought up a great point about not blocking on a professional account because mm-hmm. the or not blocking on a professional account unless they've done something that is harmful to either you as a brand or the, your 
or the people who engage with your accounts and just but in this case blocking someone now we don't know why but we do know a person was blocked mm-hmm. um someone being blocked for something for like posts that were not that uh were not harmful or harassment to the company or to other people i don't there's not really it's not really a reason to block someone for that and it like you mentioned vampy it gives off a it gives off a certain um perspective or certain impression that's what i was looking for a certain impression that Mm -hmm. we are seeing right now in the anti-manga community yeah and i feel like there's been a lot of kindling Lately, mm-hmm. especially for, like, I'm in, like, the Shoujo-se community. I feel like there's been a lot of kindling, and this was just kind of, like, a struck match thrown on top of it. Yeah. It was, like, yeah, it's, like, you notice, like, okay, less Shoujo being licensed, less uh, Shoujo anime coming out, and then you, you see the post that's, like, why isn't there as much Shoujo anime? Which, luckily, we are getting some that are coming out soon. But this person responded, like, well, a Shoujo is mostly consumed by women, Whereas shonen romances or whatever, we can get men and women. So basically, it can make us more money to produce this than shoujo. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, you know, fights on social media where people are just like, shoujo's bad just because it's shoujo. Or I'm not going to read that because it's girlish. And then it's like, oh, this can't be a shoujo because it's good. This is the good show. And so, like, you just have to go a lot. And then it's like you're you're trying to hunt down your favorite series that haven't been published for five years. Or, like, you're trying to get people to give the series a chance. They're like, I don't want to give it a chance because of, like, the art or just, you know, this or that. And so there's, there's like, a lot of built-up frustration. And then you have, like, Shoujo Beat that's just... You're just trying to, you know, like we said, be transparent. But the wording was not the best. And then they blocked mm. someone who is a very, like, uh, very into Shoujo and does support it. Um and it you just cause like a giant like like a ripple effect basically where people are already angry they're already frustrated and yeah it was just, just at the point it worse, where it was, yeah. yeah it was just like you say one thing wrong and yeah it's it's going to explode in your face basically and yeah um, i think you had yeah. mentioned like that person from what i've seen like they like you mentioned they push they pushed shojo b hard like they promoted it shojo b they hyped things up uh, for the longest time, and that happening, um, kind of like you said, it made it caused a ripple effect, and yeah. it is something that, you know, people will be there. Be, there'll be many people potentially who will be less likely to engage with shojo B. There'll possibly be people who are less likely to promote shojo B. We don't know. This is my speculation, but if you are if someone is getting blocked for something that they did not like something that was not harmful to themselves to the company to other twitter users um and something in this course includes harassment um or spam like then it kind of you're kind of giving off a not so good impression, and I say you yeah. are. I mean Shoujo Beat. You yeah, as Shoujo Beat or another publisher. Or... Yeah, it's yeah. it seems a little uh, unprofessional. I think, like you said, 
Um, but it also just gives off a it it gives off a not so good impression that could have like you said have ripple effects later on. Yeah, it causes a breakdown in the relationship between like your yeah. consumer base and you trying to you know push this product. So, and I mean they were getting a lot of comments that it will get under your skin, like. I could, I mean, I'm sure the person behind the account, it was probably annoying and it was probably getting under their skin, but at the same time, like, as I said, you're, you're on the corporation or, like, company account, so at that point you should just mute or ignore them instead of block, because what happens if you block someone is exactly that, and they're gonna take a screenshot and go, they blocked me because of what I said, and... And what I, I said was harmless, I, and... Yeah. So, yeah, that... Oof, yeah. yeah, like, it's one thing if a content creator does it, right? Like, if alerts, if you do it, right? And if you if you block somebody, it, it, okay, like, you block somebody, and they can do that, and it's like, okay, well, maybe it kind of looks bad on alert, alert manga, right? Alerts manga. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And, but, or if, uh, you know, someone else does it as well, um, like, sorry, I'm gonna pick on Kushi. Shout out to Kushi. He doesn't, I don't <laughs> think he blocks anyone. He's a great guy, but he's the other example. I'm just gonna use him as another example. Um, you know, if he does it, it's the same thing, right? Um, both Kushi and Alerts Manga and Vampy and myself, we're not like professionals, I guess, in this case, right? We're not professional companies. We are yeah. all, and mostly you guys, like, you two and Kushi more so than me, but I think, but I think, but you guys are more, um, like we're all like more content creators, right? We're just more people. So the ramifications of us doing stuff like that is not as it's a drop in the bucket compared to if Shoujo Beat does that, if Viz does that, mm -hmm. if Kodansha does that, um, or, I mean, just to, you know, not just with the publishers, if we have, like, you know, if mangakas do it, right? Like, if they do it, um, or anything like that, that causes a huge ripple effect, right? Actually, and we, um, actually, here's a better example. We talked about this in, in the Udon um, Entertainment special, right? Like, one mm -hmm. of the... Um, editors for editors or translator i think for um you know uh in that situation in uh with reddit right what happened yeah. with them was had more impact than than like if any of us if any of us are on reddit um if we just block somebody like it yeah. i mean like it's like they're not, it's not even apples, it's not apples to apples, it's this, this is like apples to, you know, a truck, right? Like, it's nothing, <laughs> you know, it's really yeah. like, it's nothing compared to, you know, a professional company or a professional person in, a, in an industry would have you block somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, right, let's be honest here. When you're a fan of a publisher or you're a fan of someone, and you've done all these things to like, you know, support the brand, support the content creator, support everything. To then get blocked by that person, yeah, it's gonna be a huge ripple disaster and everything. Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. yeah but to kind of like kind of like get everything to summed up this is just my personal opinion again this does not reflect the opinions of vampy or winter this is just my thoughts right mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. i had to put a blame right i'm usually i'm not someone to put a blame on on anybody but this this is this is i'll be honest a multi-layered issue mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. on on one part falls on the publisher let's be honest yeah Jojo Beat needs mm-hmm. to show more empathy, be a little bit more transparent, and sorry to say, but you need to say the stuff that needs to be said. Period. Like, I don't care if you get fed up with uh, hang- angry, like, comments or toxic comments and you're just done. Like, I understand that you're a person behind the behind, like, the account and that's fine. Right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, you should not let that like, dictate what you can and can't say you know like you have to say it right because then because otherwise if you don't say it now you're putting potentially more harm on your brand or your you know whatever by not saying it that then feeds into the shoujo community where now they're having to fill in the gaps because the publisher decided to not say anything and now they have their own expectations, reasons, theories. And some of it might be true. Some of it might not be true. There's no telling what's true and what's not true because the publisher isn't saying anything. Mm-hmm. So all we can do is theorize and come together on what makes the most sense for us. Mm-hmm. Which then feeds into the toxicity whenever Shoujo B does something that we, you know, the community doesn't like. So it becomes this toxic cycle of, oh, well, I don't want to say anything because you guys are going to be mad no matter what. And the community is like, well, we're going to be mad at you no matter what because you're not saying anything. Yeah. yeah. There needs to be compromise somewhere, period. Yeah. Which then leads into the bigger picture. It's the community's fault. Like, I'm sorry, y'all, but like, we as a community need to do better. We as a community need to do better to push us forward and not back. Yes. Right? We need to set aside our differences. We need to set aside all, like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah's mid. Oh, blah, blah, blah's that. No. Yeah. Okay? We need to hold these publishers accountable for the stuff that they are in control of and healthily direct our criticisms, not hate. Right? There's a difference between hate and criticism. Yes. Can, like, direct our criticisms to the right locations. And then not only that, be able to properly transfer our, like, power as a collective to do something positive. So if a certain series is not uh, in print, then politely ask if it can be in print. And if the answer is, no, we can't put it back in print because it's too old, then you gotta, there's a, there's a will, there's a way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just politely ask and if there's a survey fill out the survey and if you and if you exhausted all resources then fine that that's fine move on to the next one because at the end of the day there is a digital version of these copies not a physical which does suck but you would still at least want to express interest right because who knows what data's points they're looking at mm-hmm. that's yeah. step one that's step exactly. one was, yeah like i yeah. will say that i knew it would be hard to co- collect please save my earth 
but I did want it and I enjoyed it and I wanted to support industry and so one day there was a sale digitally on the entire series and I bought a bundle of the whole series digitally um and I know some people can't or they don't like to read digital but for those that have the option I don't think it's that bad like Yes, I, I prefer to collect things physically, and I 100% understand, like, the anxieties behind not collecting physically, but when there's no other option, and it's been, like, like I said, I hunt for Pizarro for five years and it's not finished, then I don't think it, I don't think it's bad, you know, to to, to try, mm-hmm. like, to collect something in digital. Because, like you said, that gives them at least some data. And Shoujo Beat has said in previous like asks and answers that they're like okay if like say if you like uh fantasy shoujo or whatever um or you want a specific series but they they determine that like the desire for this if people buy other fantasy shoujo series so it's like if you want a fantasy shoujo or whatever license in the future they're going to look at well how did these past ones sell so that's why it's always it's also good to try you know like different series out um and y- you know that's like something that you can do like when there's a sale on ebooks that's a good way to try a series out that hey maybe you might not have you know wanted to pick up otherwise if you're like well I don't know if I like that enough to have you know like stored in my room I don't know if I have space for it digital is a good option to try yeah. things out when it's on sale um, and then they get that those numbers where it's like, well, it looks like people at least seem to care about like you know this genre, or this genre, or this manga because works sold in the past. So yes, we will license more by them, which is why I need people to buy Mystery to Unicorn when it comes out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> alerts yeah. like there she goes again. Pushing no, I mean, Mystery hey, to it's, your, it's your platform, so you yeah. do what you want. No, do. I'm joking, but yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, but, it does suck. But I, I have done it. I have bought digital just because. Yeah. Cause but at the end of the yeah, at the end of the day, as y'all can probably tell based on like the many different like explanations and such, this is not a simple like yes or no problem or answer. This is a multi layered yeah. solution. Yeah. Or a multi layered problem and the problem needs to in the path to change starts with us. Right? Yeah. So we need to do what we can within our power to again fill out those surveys for licenses we want to see in english uh back order any any volumes that we can see that's available in our reach support as much as we can and give them positive feedback because by doing those things now we've taken away the excuse that some of these publishers say by saying oh well they're just gonna respond negatively regardless well no that's not true like you have a you have a supporting fan base here you can't just say, oh, well, they'll respond negatively regardless of. That, exactly. I mean, like, you can't just say that because like, that's not everybody. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's just like excluding everyone, you know, in my opinion. So now that's going to push them to go, oh, well, okay, let's actually, you know, start, you know, some more dialogue and start more being open and start actually like listening to you know feedback as to what can we print not print blah 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 all that other stuff yeah. um but now, that again they need to oh, i'm sorry did, did you want to say something yeah i was going to say well the first one i was going to say like to your point your the your first point you had mentioned is the um the shoujo beat response stuff i i think um 
I think to help with a lot of those things is that I I feel like Shoujo Beat might have to, like, rewrite some of the Tumblr, like, some of the uh, statements they mentioned in Tumblr. Because I think when they, like, posted those, those were years ago. I mean, I'm not talking about, I know some people think, like, oh, maybe it's, you know, two or three years ago. No, I mean, some of them are, like, ten years old. Or something, or maybe even older. Uh, and, uh, and so they're just like, so, you know, you may have to rewrite those things because like in this situation, the interpretation of the response was caught, like was, I guess, kind of vague. Like, the, in, the, there was a lot of interpretation. There was misinterpretation and it caused, uh, things to be, es- they caused things to be escalated. It caused um, some of the community to be, to get upset. And I think maybe that, um, <clears throat> in this case, Shoujo Beat should have rewritten uh, some, of their, some of their statements uh, instead of linking, like directly linking the Tumblr. Because they did, actually. Like, they did to that one person when they said, they came back and they said... Um, Hey, I meant collecting promptly as advice for collectors, not blame. And it's like, oh, so you cleared it up, which is great. But um, I think this was a, I think in the initial post, you might, you probably should have just kind of tweaked what you had said and posted that on, in this case, on Twitter, Um, instead of just directing to the Tumblr response that is, you know, however old, you know, years old. Yeah. Um, so that was one. And then the other one is um, what you had said at the community. I agree. And I agree. It was on the community because, <clears throat> because like, we, we as a community, and I say we, when I say as a community, I mean the manga community need to, like you said, alerts, we need to do better. Like, Everything is split between, like, I'm going to maybe go on a rant a little bit here, but, like, you like uh, what Vampy has said, shoujo fans are kind of being attacked left and right. They are. They are. Um, and you even have people create, like, content creators who say, oh, I just make, I just, you know, say stuff, like, negative stuff about shoujo for fun. I just say, like, it's bad for fun. And it's like, why? What's the point yeah. of that? Why? What, why are you doing that? You have other people who, you have other people in different, like, who are, like, in fandoms of different, you know, for different series attacking other series. Like, oh, I'm in, uh, you know, this series. I love this series. I'm just going to, like, insult other series for some apparent reason. And even within communities, within those, like, it's all broken down. uh, It's split up even more as well. And... Instead of, and then everyone turns around and is like, well, why can't I get the title I want? I'm going to use what I said, or like the one of the titles I always push for. Why can't I get Girlfriend, Girlfriend, you know, printed? And, um, Vampy, sometimes, you know, you're like, sometimes you you and I have talked about it. Why can't we get Seven Seeds, uh, printed, right? Seven yeah. Seeds <laughs> by Yumi Tamura printed. Like, yeah, like why can't we get the other these other ones printed? Well, yeah, 
because it's of course like the community is splintered but it's not just that it's splintered it's splintered and they're all it's like a bunch of infighting so you have yeah. people like you have people still gatekeeping across whatever uh like whatever various reasons you have people just outright insulting um what the likes and enjoyments of others um and like, others and what titles they like and you have you have people who are just you have people who are just like harassing publishers and then you have people who are blindly defending publishers and i mean you, we do we have people who are blindly defending publishers heck yeah. we kind of have people who who could who could potentially have a platform to help unite um help unite the community and they don't do that and it's not even that they they just like don't act on it they sometimes go even further and present harm to the community like they they present gatekeeping they they do gate they participate in gatekeeping they participate in insulting other people and uh and like what they what they like what series they like and things like that and like alerts like you had mentioned we we as a community need to do better um as mm -hmm. all over the place as the gaming community is because you know the gaming community is not a shining example right they have a bunch of crap right um they're more together in my opinion i i feel like they're more put together than we are and and like alerts like you had mentioned when a community if we all came together then it you know it could we could actually provide a lot of changes because i mean no matter what community stuff you're in you start hearing the same exact complaints right you have like well why can't my title get licensed why can't uh you know why can't uh publishers uh reprint this series um why can't this one can come back you know things like why can't uh you know why is this one digital only like and if we just kind of come together i think a, we could do a lot like you yeah. know we're all saying i think a lot could be done a lot could be accomplished mm -hmm. baby what's your what's your thoughts on that what's my thoughts yeah no, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, it's stuff that I... It's... And I always say, like, the gaming community, although I, the only fandom that I was uh, part of that was in gaming before that was... Um, well, two. One being Fire Emblem um, several years ago, and it was, like, kind of felt in a similar way, but even worse <laughs> than the manga community, where it was, mm -hmm. it was the same way, where it was, like, fans fighting over, like the old games versus new games and like even characters or infighting you know a lot of the same things and then a different one that i was part of that i really liked although it was a lot smaller was uh zero escape mm. and zero escape um i have yet knock on wood come across any real problems with that fandom um it has a lot of uh i would, I would say the fans have a lot of love for the series a lot of passion um, and I think the last game, Zero Time Dilemma, although controversial on if you like it or not, uh, the game itself, I believe that the fans actually came together to help get that game made. Because oh, wow. otherwise it would not have existed. Yeah, I think it was called, like, Project Bluebird or something. 
So I do wish that, yeah, the Hmong community was kind of more like that, where it's like, yeah, we have different opinions on, you know, what characters we like, which games in the series we like, but at the end of the day, we all love the same thing. And yeah, like you said, we we could use this together to, you know, get more licenses or just, like, more feedback to kind of change how things are done in general. Add to that. Yeah, to add to that. This... So I know we're, it looks like we're asking a lot, but it's not impossible. Yeah. For example, if y'all did not know, mm-hmm. Aria the Masterpiece, the reprint that recently came out, happened because the community got together to make it happen. So a quick summary, I'm going to paraphrase the history, and then we're going to probably give her all like our final thoughts and end up the episode. But um, real quick. Aria the Masterpiece was owned by Tokyo Pop. Obviously, Tokyo Pop went bankrupt due to X reasons, which we'll probably we might make it an episode at some point where we break down what happened at Tokyo Pop. But reasons, right? And uh, many people really liked Aria the Masterpiece, the, the Aria series, right? And at some point, we don't know how, but Right Stuff somehow was able to get into an agreement with Tokyo Pop and say, "Hey, listen." we can get one more final printing. But we need to exceed an X amount of orders in order for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Then guess what? The community banded together. They mm-hmm. spread up the news about it and say, hey, listen, we all really like this manga. We need we need our support to get this thing done. And lo and behold, they were able to do it. And right stuff was able to get that final printing in, and for the most part, everyone was able to get a copy of, like a full complete set of Arya the Masterpiece. For the most part, I know there's, sorry, Rebra, I know uh, you had a rough issue with that, and now I'm gonna be completely honest, that was not on you. That was on, I believe it was USPS, and then right stuff kind of like didn't do like the best of jobs in that situation. But yeah. outside of that outlier case, most people got what they wanted. So it is possible. We just need to take the first step to get out of this toxicity cycle yeah. that we keep finding ourselves into in this community. So for our final thoughts of this podcast, because I think y'all are a little bit tired of listening to us ram- like ramble, <laughs> ramble and mumble about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my final thoughts. My final thoughts are as follows. While I agree with what um, Shoujo Beat said, and it was absolutely, like, I had no issues or problems with what was said, I do wish that there was more empathy in the sta- in, in the in the response, mm-hmm. right? Because you need to at least acknowledge the frustration that us, the manga community, are going through so that your message comes across as more authentic, right? Because... Mm-hmm without doing so that that like line of oh well i still stand by my no book stays in print forever and i made that stance years ago and that still stands today that's fine that's whatever but then to go out and say i think a campaign would be tough in the current circumstances uh, come on like like um winter said a few months ago, you said we could do that, and now you're saying it's tough. Come on, right? You're you can. I mean, again, 
Obviously, I know there's social media policies, there's all this other stuff, but you could at least be a little bit more empathetic to the struggles that we're going through. And instead of just kind of just saying, oh, oh, well, try to offer us solutions to the problem that we can direct our feedback to, right? Mm -hmm. Like direct us to the digital copies, which in this case, nowhere in this sentence, in this response, directed this customer to a digital copy. They just said, oh, well, I used to collect digital copies, but they never told them to go there. They never went out of their way to direct them to how to, like, you know, back order or anything like that. Now, I'm sure this person has to answer a bunch of questions, but to kind of give some behind the scenes, when I do my posts, I copy paste. I'm sorry, but I do. I'm pretty sure you can (laughs) copy paste, like, some of the default answers to those questions. Just saying. Right. But at just like that's sure people can disagree disagree with me on that that's fine whatever but show some more empathy for the community on the other hand while i appreciate the ability to keep these publishers in check quote unquote i put quotes because some publishers respond really well to feedback like i know seven c's with their publisher um with their licensing survey they're really good with that and some of the other like publishers they're pretty good with their license with their surveys right Mm-hmm. But we cannot get that power that we have out of control, right? We need to make sure we maintain this pressure positively and express our frustrations in a positive outlet. Not like, you know, bashing a publisher just because or uh, spewing stuff that spewing misinformation or spewing theories to people without a source to back it up or you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that because what then happens right is like i said before because shoujo b is giving us gaps of information these things are bound to happen and because these things are bound to happen what's going to happen is that people are going to listen to those theories and listen to that misinformation take it as fact because some people just take it as fact and for the people who do try to like look into it, there's barely information on whether or not it's true or not. And if yeah. there's barely information on if it's true or not, I mean, you're going to come everyone, up with your own. Yeah. You're going to come up with either your own or you're going to go with a group. Yep. And now you have, now you're going to have this misinformation that even spread because you know, again, it's a whole cycle, right? Yeah. We need to stop with the cycle. Period. Exactly. And that, and that cycle starts with us. If we hmm. can take away the, if we can stop it on our end, publishers should be, should respond. That's my opinion, and that's my final thoughts. Uh, Winter, what are your thoughts on that? Wow. Or what, what are uh, your final thoughts? Yeah. Wow, you you hit you said a lot of mine. Yeah. Um, I agree. I completely agree. I think that shoujo be, um, I did appreciate the being transparent with the like like with this in the outright um you said what i had a problem with um i would just add that uh, i was trying to dig for it but i couldn't find it um initially um they need to update their responses i know they post they direct everyone to the twitter post but the problem with that is, or not Twitter, sorry, Tumblr, but the problem with that is a lot of their responses in Tumblr are are 
kind of old, right? Like, they're old, I mean, like, maybe between five, maybe five to ten years old. And Mm -hmm. things have changed. Like, you had mentioned alerts, um, you know, them saying that this is a campaign like that would be tough contradicts what they had told us like a few months ago about yeah if you if a bunch of people back order i don't you know and of course they did not give us metrics um if they back order you know a certain number of uh volumes with, for a title or what in you know within a certain metrics or whatever then we will you know reprint uh titles or sorry volumes within a specific title that are currently listed as no reprint scheduled or delisted on certain uh, retailers. So my, a little bit of my sympathy comes from like they copy pasted or not copy pasted, they directed towards their old answer. Um, But I don't think that is accurate at this point in time. Um, It may be, it may be, accurate then maybe not now also um also like you had mentioned for the community we need to do better we need to we still need to keep publishers accountable we still need to hold them accountable we're not saying to you know you know die on a hill defending publishers or whatever like we're not saying that we're but we're saying keep them accountable in a respectful manner However, we do need to come together and try to respectfully inquire about uh, subjects and topics uh, within the manga publishing industry, the North American manga publishing industry. Yeah. Um, and with that, that would include stop stop belittling what people like, stop belittling what people uh of course, enjoy, which is kind of the same with what I just said before, but um, stop <laughs> belittling what uh, people consume and stop gatekeeping. Stop gatekeeping. Stop, honestly, stop kind of doing things, whether whether it's, you know, defending, blindly defending a publisher or starting drama or gatekeeping uh, stuff for clout i'm I'm just gonna say it It, it's uh, you know a couple of these things or decent amount of these things are just for clout um you know use your platform use like use your platform to try to bring the community community together so that we can focus on doing things constructively and create a bridge uh of communication with these publishers it's not just it's this is not just shoujo b it's also with viz it's also with the impress it's also with uh denpa it's also with uh you know seven c's like let's try to create this uh and also with udon let's try to create this bridge of communication of respectful communication so that we can kind of push this industry or this community forward in a positive step yeah yeah, Vampy, what are your final thoughts on the situation? Um, yeah, I think you guys have summed it up well. Same thing, where it was like, uh, I'm glad that Shoujo Beat was transparent. I think it could have been worded differently. I think 
their social media could be handled a little uh, differently or better. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I pretty much agree. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of toxicity and random fighting in the community that I, I don't think is needed. And I think part of it is uh, people should be more open-minded to the types of genres and manga that you try. And not just shoujo. Well, no, like, a big thing is, like, trying to get people into shoujo. But also, like, other series, too. Like, I, I wish more people tried Blue Giant, Welcome to the Ballroom. You know, things that are, like, a little more outside of the mainstream. It's always because mm. the more things that you try, the more publishers see that, hey, people like variety and we can go out on a limb and try things that, you know, are a bit different than what we have, like, you know, already 80 series of. Yeah. And so, yeah, I hope that, like, if you have the money for it, I'm not saying if you don't, you should go into the red, but if you have the money for it, it, it is always neat or nice to try, whether physical or digital like, a new volume of something that you might not have considered before. Like, hey, this looks like it might be interesting. Let me try it. Maybe you'll like it. Yeah, so, I did that yes. with, uh, I actually did that with Love and Lies a while back. Because I, I had never, I didn't know I had an anime. I was like, oh, I see the I see the premise. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting. Yeah, the, it's a shonen. Uh, it's a shonen romance. But I was like, oh, the premise seems interesting. Cool. And I just tried that out. Um, and... I kind of enjoy it. it. It's cool. Um, and, you know, there's some people who, uh, I think that also happened with, like, you know, with Wodokoi, right? There are some people who would not be into, um, who would not really be into a series or whatever like that. And they're like, oh, let me just try this first volume. And they liked it. And they were like, oh, I really like this. And they consumed it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, just do that. Like, if a premise seems interesting to you then check it out it shouldn't it doesn't matter what genre it is it doesn't matter what uh demographic it is just try it out um and vampy i think you brought up a great point if you're not sure um and if you can't if it's not if you're not sure based on the price you know you can do it digitally um there are other there are alternatives right there are other ways to like try something out and if you like it then you know you can pick it up in print or what have you pretty sure yeah i'm pretty sure like nowadays most modern manga have a pre like if you go on the publisher's site Mm -hmm. you can i think this is something that often people don't talk about you can read a pretty good they're pretty generous with like allowing you to read a good um first chapter portion like a first chapter or something as a preview Hmm. so even if you aren't like a hundred percent sold on like either the cover or the synopsis just read that first chapter most like manga nowadays you can probably tell if um most you can probably tell if you're gonna like it or not within like the first chapter everyone knows what they likes and don't like so yeah Mm -hmm. so definitely take we'll do it to you yeah, so definitely take advantage of your resources. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, with that said, anything else from anybody? Nope. Final thoughts? Nope. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, I think we covered everything. <laughs> okay, all yeah. right. So hopefully no drama happens between now and our news episode. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And mm. um, hopefully we don't <laughs> 
Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed, knocking wood. And yeah. I think so. Next, maybe you want to plug the, those accounts? Yeah, let's go ahead and plug those accounts. So, um, as you know, uh, my name is Mongo Alerts over on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm also on TikTok as well. Uh, Winter, what's your, what's your, uh, plug yeah. the platforms? Yeah, um, I am WinterVenom91 on uh, Twitter. I'm just on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, check me out there. I think recently, I think today, I started like going back into um, trying to help some people out in the gaming community um, with some of the information and, like, you know, post, like, retweeting information there and stuff. Uh, so try to get that balance back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my Twitter and YouTube is Manga Muse, and I just talk about various things um, about manga and manga marketing publishing in general. And I believe with all that, have a good rest of your day. Take care, y'all. Peace. Yep. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>